Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Not Another. It's your favorite lesbian in training, Alex, and I'm here today with a very special, informed, knowledgeable guest on the topic that we have, because this is a topic that you cannot be playing around with. Um, if you don't know your facts and you don't have the correct opinions, there's a very good chance you're gonna get dragged on the internet, and that's totally valid, and I will be one of the ones dragging you. Um, today we're gonna talk about the, uh, the number one doctor in the entire country, the United States. She is a legend, a legitimate icon. She was covered in the iconic episode. She had her own little bit. Um, so she is a certified not another icon. Uh, we're going to be talking about Taylor Allison Swift. And my guest today is one of my very dear friends that I actually met not through Taylor Swift, funny enough. I met through Gaga, which is, we could not be so far removed at this point. Um, Lewis, welcome to the pod. Hello, I'm so happy to be here. Right off the bat, I just want to say, like, you're one of the coolest people I know. So, like, I've I've peaked. I've I've peaked. I feel so famous right now. <laughs> That's bonkers because I definitely did not tell you to say that in any way before or during this. Nah, so you thank really you. are one of the coolest people I know. And like, bless your heart. The fact that you care about my opinions, like that's crazy to me. I care about your opinions because you're very, you're knowledgeable, you're articulate about this specific i mean many things but this specific topic <laughs> overall more than most people that i know and i love to de like dive in and i know that we already have some not differing opinions in like a in a debate way i'm curious to hear your takes i'm just we're, we're just gonna dive in and we're gonna really dig deep for sure let's do it this is gonna be a special episode of not another where we have usually we're not very structured you know i just like to talk my shit we period we, you know we meander to the point at some at some period in time but for this, we kind of decided in advance, because Taylor's catalog is huge, we're gonna do a best, a worst, and an MVP for each era slash album that Taylor has. And we're not gonna go into like Taylor's versions. Like we can include the all, we're just gonna assume that we're going for Fearless and Red, Taylor's version. We're not gonna do like Red Standard. Yeah, that's stupid. Right. Okay. <laughs> Lewis, really quickly, in advance, what is your favorite Taylor album? Reputation, hands down. Okay. No okay. questions asked. Um, okay. Reputation, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yours? Fascinating. Yours, uh, yours. Definitely, it's got to be folklore for me. So we are on different sides of the spectrum. I mean, yeah. I'm not mad at it, though. Reputation's a good, she hits hard. She truly does. <laughs> yeah. And I know that you traveled really far for Reputation. You were in Japan. Oh, yeah. I went to Tokyo. Tokyo, Japan. Yeah. That was my shit. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Um, it's the last show. Let's do it. Let's get it. <laughs> I, I gotta fucking put some respect on your name for that. And oh, Taylor probably yeah. should, too. If Mother ever hears this. Oh, yeah. She saw me. She was like. She saw you. She was like, the hell? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was so, so close to her. So she she noticed me. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> and Taylor like knows who you are. This is not like a delusional style conversation. Like Taylor recognizes you in a crowd. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she does. All right. So enough bragging about Lewis's relationship with the queen mother herself. Oh my. Let's get into it. We're going to start with the uh, unsung hero. And honestly, the thing to kick us all off is self-titled. Taylor Swift, the debut album back in 2006, I want to say. Yep, it sure was. That turquoise teal yep. cover with them big curly locks. Yep. So you want to go first with your best and then I'll hit you with mine? Yeah, absolutely. The outside, for sure. Like, it just depicts feeling alone and like an outsider. And it just really related to me at that point. So I was like, this song and the melody is just crazy. So it hits hard. Mm -hmm. I love this. That's my favorite song. What's yours? Wow. 
Um, okay, so I had a tie, and it's like, this is gonna sound, because again, I need to be very honest right now. I'm not, this is, this is not a place for lies. This is a place <laughs> for truth, and safe space for truth. I have maybe listened to this album in full, in total, one time since it came out. No. In pieces, oh, absolutely, billion percent. So I, again, my opinion on this is, ill-informed at I'm best. Not, I'm not gonna hold you. It's not her best. Um, it was great. It just needed a little more time to bake, you know? Um, and I think the re-recording of it will be when I really do revisit it because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to sneeze on Taylor's efforts, but the vocals are rough. They're rough. If you're listening oh, to crazy. it now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. Okay. With every subsequent record, she like improved, whether it's production, totally. lyrical content, her diction, oh. her execution. So. And we'll talk about that in, in Fearless and Red when we discuss the differences. But yep. my best is, it's like a, a hair between Should Have Said No, because oh, I'm still shocked classic. that that's on debut. I really thought that was on Fearless for the longest time. And I love our song. Whenever I hear our song, that's the first Taylor Swift song I ever heard in my life. Way back when it did come out, when it was a single. And I was like, fuck. I was like, I don't like country, but this is like really this good. This is so, yeah, it's so good. Um, when I tell you the girls in my grade were going bananas for our song, mm -hmm. I was like 10 and the girls in my grade were going bananas. I was like, it cannot be this serious. Like, it, it cannot it be that good. Um, it was so that serious. Was. Yeah. <laughs> the, the gag was that it was incredibly serious. Yeah, no, but when I hear that, the Deegan the, Alley tapping on his window, so which he like goes great. at the end, I'm like, oh, bitch, you got me again. But I, I, I'm going to say should have said no, just because I, it's just too good. It goes hard. It's just too It good. goes hard. And like, what do you know about cheating at 16? You know? Like, she was no, 16. No, bitch, like nothing. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so what is your worst song? Um, Invisible. I mean, it's just a very fitting name. <laughs> um, <laughs> it touches on, like, feeling unseen and, like, not being noticed and whatnot. But I just feel like there's multiple better songs that touch on the same topic and the same subject, mm. subject matter um, totally. in a better way. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just not, it's not my tea. No, I don't blame you. I like how we're talking. We're talking about we're talking about Taylor Swift debut. I'm like, this is not the team. This is not this it. This is not it, girl. <laughs> um, I put again. I'm so ill informed that like a lot of these songs, I really had to like revisit mm -hmm. to even remember. I feel like I would have said Invisible, but I'm gonna just say Tied Together with a Smile because I haven't listened to it since 2006. I I feel that that's one of my lower ones as well. So okay, good. As long as I didn't pick like a cult favorite, I was about to get like <laughs> no, skewered. No. Okay, so what we're going to do now to explain is we're going to do best song, worst song from each album, and then the MVP of each era. So it, it can be a tangible thing. It can be a moment that happened. It can be Taylor herself. It can be a different person. But it's like something in that era that was like, oh, yeah, like, oh, that's the best. That was like the best thing. That was, this is it. Okay, <laughs> so what was your MVP for uh, debut? Mine was her fake country accent. Because what was that about? <laughs> Like, let's talk about it. <laughs> Not only did she have the, the accent when she spoke, but when she sang. And I feel like it was just to make sure that she could hit those really high notes. She, like, put a twang in yep. to hit it. But oh, then girl. she was also doing interviews and like she was out here sounding crazy. And I'm like, Taylor, you do not speak like that. Like, come on. <laughs> and then when she went pop, like she changed it. And I'm like, this is 
crazy. She threw that shit out the window as soon as she was no longer eligible for a CMA. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is uh, her old MySpace post to her high school friend named Kelsey. Oh my Um, god. Those were insane. Because this is is like Mm pre-debut era. She was, okay, if you guys have never seen Taylor Swift's old MySpace posts, there's tons of articles about it. Like, tons with screenshots. People like to, you know, say, I don't know if this is really her or not. I firmly believe that this is her because this is exactly how we all spoke on MySpace. (laughs) She was so unhinged, yeah. She was incredibly unhinged. There's one (laughs) in particular that I'm really obsessed with. So there's like a a long-standing conspiracy that Taylor is queer. And has been in relationships oh, I know with women, that. Yeah. which is like down the <laughs> rabbit hole. Maybe she has, maybe she hasn't. I'm not to speculate. The Kalers are going to get you. Listen, no, I'm not to speculate. I'm not to say that it's wrong. I'm not to say that it's right. <laughs> Who's to say? The only person that could say is Taylor Swift and the women that maybe she slept with. You know? But, um, but in October 12th, 2005, which is pre-debut era, everybody watch Kelsey's scrolling pictures of her friends until you get to the one of Shelby. Her boobs look amazing. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Oh, this is really good, actually. This is <laughs> this one might be my actual favorite. Uh, it was on July 18th, 2006. And it says, Well, that's no fun that you can't go to the beach. We had a blast drinking with y'all. Got drunk as hell and crunk. So we gotta do it again sometime. Dash T dash. The fact that Taylor Swift was saying we were getting crunk on the beach. <laughs> fucking beyond. And she She's was like beyond. Four, and she was like 14. Like this Yeah, but you were not getting wild. crunk. You had a damn wine cooler and you called it a day. <laughs> but okay. can, can't you relate? Oh, no, totally. I absolutely was also getting drunk and crunk on the beach. I was in Florida. I know it. Taylor, I would get drunk and crunk with you on the beach any day. Anytime. <laughs> All right. So let's get to Fearless. So we're going to just kind of combine Fearless and Fearless Taylor's version, yep. um, which means that I guess vault songs are applicable, but we don't need to do that. We can stick to the standard track yep. list if you want. Yeah, this record, I mean, it had the hits. It had the Grammys. It had mm-hmm. lyrics but Glass. It changed mm-hmm. the game. It was this match. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, it's Fearless. Come on. <laughs> yeah, period. So what is your best song from Fearless? Love Story. It's a hit. I mean, the last chorus just hits. It's it's just an amazing song. Like I, mm, it's just so open. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna give you a hot take on Ooh. Love Story. Okay, it is a classic and it is a staple of Taylor's career. And like, if you play it, it's gonna go off anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I don't like it as much as You Belong with Me. And I think that You Belong With Me is a better single. Oh, absolutely. I put You Belong With Me as the best song. Or, and I don't mean to keep doing two. This is the only This is the only other one where I have two <laughs> that I was split. Um, or Change. Oh, I love Change. That last, oh, that last note is insane. And she sounds so much better in Taylor's version. Yep. Bonkers. Yep. Not only to support Taylor, you should listen to Taylor's version. But to support your own ears, you should listen to Taylor's version. Because she sounds so so much better it is crazy from then to now and the pro- bonkers well like it's he definitely stepped that shit up mm-hmm. all right what's the worst song untouchable it's it's not for me it's not my tea i've i've i play it here and there but i gotta be in the mood for it like it's not it's not the best song on there um it's not memorable enough for me the melodies are not it'll stick with me um not to drag the song after I already dragged it, but um, <laughs> yeah. No, you should be, dra- if you want to drag it, you could drag it. This is a safe space to drag these songs. It, it is not. The- Taylor will be fine. Taylor will live. Tell me why. I don't like that song. Oh no. I don't like that song. I don't care. 
Somebody sound the alarm. Somebody come get me. When I hear that fiddle, I'm like, I, I tune out. I can't get into it. I'm like, mm, this is like the country shit that I didn't sign up for, which is why I was so adverse to listening to self-titled. I'm just, it's not my fucking thing. It's like, I try, I try really hard. I am so much more inclined to Taylor's country pop music than I am to the Strictly Country. Tell me why we have like a regular rotating Taylor night at our bar Scarlet, um, like in, in Boys Town in Chicago. Oh. And when Tell Me Why comes on, the girls go crazy and I go get my drink. It's just <laughs> not my tea. It's just not for me. Bathroom break. It, it really, to me, it really is. And I'm sorry to anybody listening that thinks that I'm wrong and I'm just being loud and wrong at this point because like, I'm just going on about how much I don't like it. For sure. But I, it's just not for me, girl. I can't. It's too, it's too bumpkin it's, vibes. Yeah, it's very, very country. So if it's not your thing, I get it. But um, it's so good. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's great to it, oh, sorry. Camp, low-key. Yeah, I don't think it's camp, because I don't think that she was in on the bit at the time. I think that it's, like, it was very serious, and it's not that camp. Like, to me, because, like, I don't think Taylor's ever leaned into the bit in her career. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she very much takes everything that she's doing, single release and music-wise, seriously, which we're going to get to around Lover. Girl, we have some stuff to talk about over there. But yeah, I mean, a lot of her shit is camp more like later on in her career um when she started doing shit like we're never ever getting back together and like oh that's tea that is tea yeah um they're you got a point fun but i get what you're saying okay so what is your mvp for fearless i put anything gold a guitar anything gold and like yellow um it just really resonates with like the fearless era um and i just so the color gold basically is the mvp Mm -hmm. What's yours? That's really funny. Uh, mine is the album of the year trophy that she won immediately after being shamed by Kanye West. Oh yeah, that was the moment. Yeah, literally, like the like within three months after Kanye West trying to tell her that she wasn't worthy of a VMA, she won album of the year, the youngest person to win album of the year immediately right around. Grammys too. It wasn't only just that. It was like four of them. Like she was. She swept. Yep. She swept. Yep. She deserved it. Yeah. She deserved it. Those trophies, the the, the Grammy statues are the MVP to yep. me for Fearless. I don't, and they're gold, so it works. Period. Yeah. Gorgeous. Look at that. <laughs> we leaned into each other. Yeah. Okay. Fearless is a heavy hitter. God knows. But now we're getting into like the fandom meat and bones, which I I would say is speak now. Yeah, hot take, bottom two. In her discography. Ah, bitch. Okay. Yo. That's it, fine. It's fine. I did gasp, but it's okay. <laughs> it's You're welcome to your opinion. She has so, so many better albums. It's just, this one just didn't cut it for me, but. All right. All right. What's your number one? What's your best? Go ahead. At this point, it's like, is, is the best your favorite or is it? Because I feel like um, it can be either. I mean, I think if you want to look at it objectively, you can because we're going to be making. Okay, PSA, everyone, we're making you a playlist at the end of the episode with our favorite Taylor songs from each album. So maybe do maybe do what you think is the best. So for me, the best is "Long Live." Ooh, that's my girlfriend's favorite Taylor song ever. Um, I love me a very campy song like. It, mean is just so cool. Um, I feel like she doesn't take herself too seriously, and she's like, "You're mean." Um, and she ro- she ripped that guy. <laughs> is it means about like a like a critic who said she couldn't sing, right? Yep. Didn't she basically was like, "You're gonna die alone <laughs> on me." I get it. Um, oh god. But long live is the best. Like technically on paper, um, 
favorite is mean. So what's your favorite? Or My favorite is the story of us from start to finish, hands down. It gives me like very, like Paramore light kind of. Do you know what I mean? It was like, it was like the closest thing to rock music we'd seen Taylor do. It wasn't her best. And it, it holds up. Like it so holds up. She's having so much fun singing it. I'm having so much fun singing it. The campiness does come in when she does like the next chapter or like the end, whatever. Very campy. Hi camp. Super relatable. Love that song. I've never had a I've never had a bad time listening to it. <laughs> I am also extremely excited to that that guitar riff right before the bridge. The da na 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 da na na na. Ooh. The person that I'm gonna be, I I will not make apologies for the person that I will be the minute that I hear that song, Taylor's version. <laughs> I won't, I'm sorry. Okay, what's the worst? I feel like this might be easiest for you because you're not a huge fan of the album, but go ahead. Mine for me, um, mm. as a lead single, it was just not tea for me. <laughs> what's yours? Mine is uh, definitely innocent. I know that it's like the beginning of the Kanye. Yep. Uh, conversation and it's like her first imprint of that saga in her career which makes so many more appearances and in better ways I feel I don't know I know that it needed to be done I just don't visit it at all I'm like it's it's kind of slow it it drags for me I actually quite enjoy that song um uh-uh. <laughs> yeah uh-uh. for me I it's just I mean I get it I get why people would mm-hmm. but when you're smashed between like mean story of us enchanted long live last kiss even dear john these like big numbers and then i know sometimes you need like a break it just felt it fell flat a lot of people hate that song so you're not okay let me let me make something clear there's only a few taylor songs that i hate i don't hate the song Let's not let's not put the word hate Swifties. I've never hated anything in my life. Taylor Swift has never done anything <laughs> wrong in her life. Okay. No, Swifties hate that song. Like they Okay, hate okay. <laughs> well, I don't like it. I'm not gonna on not another I'm not gonna say that I hate something unless it's like if I hate something you'll know. Oh, we'll um, get there. Cause I Oh we will oh oh I know. We're gonna get there. Don't spoil it. All we right. got we got things we hate together collectively. Okay. <laughs> what is your MVP of Speak Now? The purple dress. She just looks so good. She and she wore the shit out of that purple dress girl. she sure did um on tour on the album cover that was it for me <laughs> you're i like how mvps for you are just like colors just because color. she kind of yeah. she yeah. i mean for red I'm, I'm shocked to see what your mvp will be <laughs> but um so i have two mvps for this era mm-hmm. i just thought of the second one on the fly but i think it's fucking hilarious so mvp one is the the writing credits just like Taylor's pen. Oh, she said... She came back hot, incredibly smoking gun style. Y'all gonna tell me that I don't write my own music? She said, oh, I heard y'all niggas was saying I can't write, so I'm gonna write this shit myself. Correct. <laughs> I could say niggas, and then, right? You you can, I won't, <laughs> but you, you're you welcome to. <laughs> Please, I'm not gonna tell you what you can and can't say. And then for uh, the second one just popped into my head and if it doesn't make the edit then we'll ignore this mm. but it's Nicki Minaj coming out to do super bass at the, the Speak Now tour oh yeah she did I remember that <laughs> <laughs> that was like, that was like the multiverse of madness for me like like if you guys didn't know this for all listeners who are not super well versed in taylor taylor dumb in general taylor is known to bring guests out on tour whether mm-hmm. they're to sing to walk to just appear whatever and 
Taylor had Bieber opening for her at yep. one point, which was kind of bonkers to think now, considering yep. they just they are on opposite sides of that. Mm-hmm. If if we're talking Marvel, they are like the two different Civil War heads, yep. essentially. <laughs> but she had Nicki Minaj come out, and she did the entirety of Super Bass with her, and it is just as weird as you are thinking that it is. Because it's like now you're just like they have no relation to each other. Like no, but Nicki Nicki's like a huge Taylor fan because Taylor was like. Super supportive of her. Super base, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's like, as soon as Taylor like mentioned it, it like jumped up on the iTunes charts. I think she even mentions it in like a documentary that's coming out. Her power. I remember recently, I don't know. I'm not very well versed in Nikki now. Sorry, Barb. <laughs> Nikki, I want to say the Super Base collab is also a huge MVP for me for this era. And if you guys haven't seen it, go to YouTube, right? Pause the podcast, go to YouTube. Taylor rapping her heart out on Super Base with that little purple dress. So both MVPs yep. are in this video. <laughs> It it's is fucking yeah. hilarious. It's okay. Red. Now we move on to the mother of mothers. Period. As some would say, <laughs> we have Red. Best breakup album of all time. I will say okay. it now. Okay. Say it now, best breakup record of all time. See, uh, I don't. I don't agree with you on that. But that's what? <laughs> Melodrama exists, honey. She, oh well. Okay. Uh, to me, you well, got, I have a tattoo of melodrama on my arm, you so got, I like I have to ride by my girl. <laughs> but red top five easily. Yeah, I top easily easily. She put her whole Taylor Lucy, Taylor Lucy, whatever <laughs> they're saying now, in it. <laughs> but yeah, they did put her Taylor Lucy into that certainly. <laughs> so we have red and red again. Another instance where majority of the time, listen to Taylor's version. Her voice is too good on this record. Yep. There's a few songs where I prefer the uh, the production in the uh, OG version. Yep. Granted, I, you know, whatever it is what it is, mm. but I do li- listen to Taylor's version. I feel the same way. Um, she kind of messed up on some of the songs with um, Taylor's version. We are never ever getting back together. Um, she mm-hmm. she ruined it for me and that used to be my favorite song. The Wheeze? Is it the Wheeze that got you? Yeah! It was just it was just crazy. So, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about with like the We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together of it all, there's a moment in the chorus, I'm assuming all of you who have listened or are listening to this podcast have heard that song. It's Unless you live under a rock. If you live under a rock and you listen to this podcast, this is not discrimination to people who live under a rock. (laughs) I would suggest potentially moving, but whatever. The production on uh, the chorus where she goes, we are never, ever, ever. It used to be this very full sounding like group of people. And then it kind of turned into what sounds like a child. like a whistle almost, <laughs> or like somebody going down a slide. Like a small. And it, it takes out the the campiness and makes it corny. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It walked that line originally, and then she crossed over for Taylor's version. Yeah. Which kind of makes it almost unlistenable. <laughs> yeah, I always go back to um. Well, I might not want to admit this here. It's okay. No. I, I, I always go back to the original because it's like it's fine. You it's know, fine. she's not gonna. She's not gonna get you for one <laughs> one, for one song. song. You're fine. Right? Okay, what is the best song on Red? Okay, here's another case where the best is not my favorite. Uh, so do best and favorite, because yeah. I agree with you. I feel like we're gonna feel the same way. So the best, obviously, all too well ten. Like, come on, mm-hmm. um, that was the moment. Yeah. Um, my favorite is Babe, Taylor's version. Um, wow. Yeah, it's it just hits hard for me. 
Um, it's so wow, good. Wow, Babe. Yep. So wait, okay, so talk about the original Babe for a second, because it wasn't just her song, right? It, well, she wrote it. Yeah, she wrote it. Um, okay, it so she wrote it. Superland, um, okay, so. It her. Yeah, so they okay. they sang it, but then she, I guess she was just like, oh, I wrote it, so I'm just gonna put it on here, and yeah, she did, mm-hmm. which is great. I, I, I love it. It's that. a great song. Yeah. It's such a good pop song. My best is hands down, hands down. It is my personality. Anybody who knows me knows this. It's treacherous. Oh, Point yeah. Point blank period. Absolutely. Point blank period. <laughs> Specifically, and I have a specific because I am so fucking obsessed with this song. Um, the all we are is skin and bone. That literally. The little bone. The way she says bone. That literally. I'm sorry. Insane. I sit here sounding like a crazy person with like a tinfoil hat on my head <laughs> when I get into this fucking conversation about this song. But I am so impassioned about the way she sings that line and that the bridge in that song is so overlooked. Yep. yep. Beyond. Two headlights shine through the sleepless night and I will get you alone. Who writes that? I literally... No, no, a psychopath. <laughs> a sick person. Taylor Swift is a sick person sick. for making treacherous. She's insane she's unhinged yeah that's gonna be my wedding song <laughs> oh is it yeah yeah i mean oh, whenever shit. i whenever I whenever we get there. there obviously but yeah no i i ran it past the missus first and she was like yeah where's like, my invitation yes. come on oh you'll get invited don't <laughs> worry please not everyone listening will get invited and to that i say i'm sorry so in that case right do you think it's yeah. the best or is it just your favorite because i so my favorite is treacherous and i, I mean the best is all too well 10 it's all right not, but that's the best song she's ever made. On paper, right? Hands down. <laughs> yeah, on paper, on plastic, on card, on whatever. <laughs> on any surface, I'm telling you. Welded into stone. The Egyptians put it on their pyramids. <laughs> the entirety of the All Too Well 10 saga, going from being a myth that she talked about back in 2012 or 2013 when the album came out. I mean, the fans were going bananas for that song. Like, when I tell you, the girls were making videos on Tumblr and they were begging her to... Oh. She was just like, okay, well, this is your favorite song, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, she so. was like, oh, shit, facts, okay, <laughs> noted. And look, it, it worked out, shit. So I have a question for you about All Too Well 10. Do you think these lyrics, because the way that she has talk, talked about All Too Well 10 is that she was kind of singing it in a recording session, she was having a bad day, she was recording, or she was playing, and the band kind of kicked in, and she was just riffing. Like, she was improving, and this is kind of what came of it. And then her mom, you know, was like, make sure everyone's recording this, because she's like a Kris Jenner style mom like she knows she knows gold when she sees it you know what i mean which is tea good for her we love a good momager do you think that the version that we have now is the exact same one that she did there or do you think there's been edits absolutely not i'm pretty sure there were some like lyrics in there um that she probably already had i think she made this up some of it at least like i think she just she was just like okay well we need to sell this like so I think, <laughs> yeah so basically good. like she had like the rough outline yeah i think she has something written but i think she posted some lyrics mm. um in 2019 <laughs> and they were not the same as what we have now so uh, yeah i'm like what are those lyrics like what happened okay but I'm guessing yeah. we'll never all right have. so I'm not mad at the version we have now. Yeah. Oh, not at all. It's it's perfect, honestly. Like, it could have easily just, like, made the song mm-hmm. worse. And that was my concern. But I was like, this is actually great. Like, she overperformed, for me, in my opinion. 
yeah, I think it's it's, it's, insane it's such a great to song. Um, the first time that you listened to it, because I feel like everybody had a very different, not a very different experience. Everybody had an overwhelmingly positive experience listening to it for the first time. Yeah. But I remember when we got to the bridge of the original song, which is like the, hey, you call me up again, just, whatever. You're, you look down at your phone, you're like, how do I have six minutes left? What else could there possibly be? Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't feel long mm-hmm. for me honestly. it flew like, by it flew by and honestly sometimes i like i like use it to tr- keep track of time like i'll be like okay how many taylor swift 10 all yep. too wells can i listen to oh okay yep, so it was absolutely. two and a half all too wells so, so that not, means that it's like a 25 minute walk got it That's yep <laughs> all right worst song on red go um girl at home oh um, yeah new old version um <laughs> she she knows she fucked up like <laughs> when you gotta change the song completely it sounded like a rough demo um it's a bad song yeah, the lyrics are trash girl at home is is very like what you expect somebody who wants to be a tailor would write do you know what i mean like a tiktok girl who wants to like yep. come into like a Taylor Swift-esque yep. career would write. It's giving twinkle twinkle little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that if was really good. That. that is good. Yes, Girl at Home <laughs> does give twinkle twinkle little bitch. It's giving like the Gale style songwriter. Yeah. Oh yeah, easily. You feel me? So mine, this is gonna potentially blow your mind and potentially be a hot take, but I don't care. So mine is Starlight and here's why. Mm. So Starlight, the oh my, what a marvelous tune. It was the best night ever. Mm-hmm. Won't forget how we move. Is absolutely the exact same melody as 303's Don't Trust Me. When he says, black dress with the tights underneath. I got the last, the, the last cigarette on my teeth. Is that the um, Don't Trust the Ho? Song? Yes, yes. The oh. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian and I am fucking scared of him. I'm not kidding. Every time I hear that song, all I can think about is that 303 song, and I, I can't get past it. Like, I can't listen I to the song to. because yep. it's just that. And I, it, so it's just not, it's, it's not a bad song. It's just. No, it's not a bad song. It's not a bad song. Associated with. Yeah, it's my brain. <laughs> my brain tells me we can't listen to this anymore. Like, you can just go that. turn on the 303 song if you want to listen to this melody. That's like but where my brain goes. Girl at Home, though? No, Girl at Home is trash. I, I agree with you, but I had to speak my piece on this. Like I had to get this out to the universe oh, so somebody you. else could hear it and never unhear it again. <laughs> you officially ruined that song for me. You know what? If I, I, I'm glad to be honest. <laughs> I think everyone should have to go through what I go through. So I'm not alone. What is the uh, MVP of this? And I feel like I know what it is. I'm the scarf. Yeah. I mean, yep. the porn. Yeah, yeah, it's the fucking scarf. Do you know? Do you know it was not red? No way. It was not red. It was gray. A gray scarf. It was a gray scarf. Okay, so I have a question about the red scarf because a lot of people say it's kind of like a an analogy for something. And I, she had a scarf. Okay, so oh, there is a oh, physical oh, scarf. Oh, There's a oh. physical scarf. Oh, you mean like? Oh, right. Uh, I mean like uh, I, you. I left my red scarf at your right. sister's house, like. You know, but I'm not too sure. I feel like she's also made, made <laughs> allusions to that on other albums that are earlier, so maybe not. I'm pretty sure that's what it means, to be honest. I'm not too sure, but that does make sense. I mean, for the sake of the listener, if I'm just going to be straight up about it, we're talking about her virginity. It's speculation. I could be totally wrong. There could just be a physical scarf that she's talking about. I just don't think she gives a shit that much about a scarf. I mean, the fans, the fans do say that. Um, yeah. So it's a very, very like prominent theory. Okay, so the red scarf is like a collective 
answer. I also yep. wanted to give a shout out to Maggie Gyllenhaal being asked about said scarf on Watch What Happens Live in 2017. Um, was she? Oh, yeah. Andy Cohen was like, do you have the scarf? And Maggie's like, I literally don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't. <laughs> what fucking scarf are you talking about? Not her being oblivious to it. I mean, she has to know. I'm sure yeah. she's just like, she's like, can you guys leave me alone? About Like, why am I in it? Is like the, the NeNe leaks, why, why am I in it? Is very, and she gives that energy down. Like, she acts oblivious. So if you but also I'm haven't sure seen that. For like decades now, like it's. Like, you should know. Yeah, I feel, I kind of feel bad for her, though. Taylor kind of put her in, like, the crosshairs on accident. <laughs> She's like, sorry, Maggie, This it's not about you, but, like, I had to do it, you know? But you're in it, right. Yeah, but you're in it. This had, this had to be done. Yeah, so that video <laughs> is also an MVP. I know it's later on in the career, but it circles back to the Red Era. So I like, gotta watch it. Oh, please. Oh, my God. I Literally. Absolutely. It's like a highlight on Watch What Happens Live. Watch What Happens Live's uh, that's YouTube. Not no, that's crazy. Oh yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> okay, so now we're moving into uh, commercial pop territory. We have left the realm of country. Smash, smash, smash. Another like. one. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about the behemoth that is 1989. Okay, so you just had to be there. First, you had first, to be there. Like you had to be there. And I was uh, there. I was there on the opposite side. I was a one D stand, so I was getting a lot of it from the opposite side. Oh my god, that's crazy. See, I was, was never. That- I was never a Taylor hater, though. I can say that with all pure heart. I was never like a mm-hmm. fan that was like, "Ew, Taylor's like, gonna, like <laughs> Taylor's like using Harry." I was like, "No, that's so fu- what the fuck? That's so stupid." He, she's like right. so much more famous <laughs> than he is. Like that's crazy. 2014 was chaos. Their but, yeah, relationship. My- was bonkers to me bonkers yeah um but the fact that they're friends now it's like pretty cool Um, oh i am i have a halo cinematic universe uh that spans throughout well (laughs) we'll get into it after we do all these things because like Mm and whatever but um what's your best song on 1989 wildest dreams hands down um just so ethereal um it's she sounds so soft it's just a great song. Um, I don't. Compl- it's There's no complaints. So, so There's good. no complaints about Wildest Dream. It's just so it, good. It's hit song. You know, it's everybody knows good. Wildest Dream. Mine has to be Out of the Woods. I mean, as a Harry fan, oh, it is so obviously about Harry. And that bridge. Let's- that bridge is fucking crazy. It's There's not insane. a crazier bridge. I will fight <laughs> that tooth and nail. That Out of the Woods is the hardest bridge in this woman's discography. And, and I challenge to, like, you. Recreate it. Of several times because Getaway Car yeah. sounds just like Out of the Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, Cruel Summer also has that kind of vibe. Yeah, um, totally. August, same kind of you know vibe. So I feel like it's kind of like a theme. It's a blueprint, throughout. is what it is. Truthfully, it's a blueprint. Um, yep. And it was <laughs> the first time be. I feel like that we really got a taste of what Jack Antonoff was going to be bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when that song, because that song came out as like a buzz single. For like a it promotional was a single, promotional, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember people were like, "What the hell is like that? Um, like low voice? Like I know people who had like an issue with it." And I was obsessed from it's the first so time good. I heard it. I was like, "This is the weirdest thing that we've heard Taylor do so far." Mm-hmm. And like the two paper airplanes, Harry Styles, who she was dating for about like three or four. Well, we don't know the timeline. There could be more. I feel like <laughs> they were like on and off for longer than like mm-hmm. the official three month period that we saw them. Because uh, they, they have so much music about each other. It's fucking yep. insane. It's crazy. There's no way that was only from a three-month relationship. But Couldn't have been. No, not at all. But um, <laughs> he wore a paper airplane necklace pretty famously 
from like 2011 to like 2013, like around the time that they broke up. And so and she was spotted she wearing it too. Style, like she was not subtle with it. Um, no, oh hell all. no. Like, naming your song style after the person you were dating is like, that's insane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So that. yeah. And she also said, she's like, who the hell is going to check me? She said, one D is so, she said, one D is so media trained. They're not going to say a damn word about what I do. And they didn't. That's correct. And she was the biggest bitch in the world at that time. Like, oh, she, she was, was she was, on, she was a full on pop star. Like she was, she was in her. Like, pop she's like, who's gonna fuck me? I'm Taylor Swift. Correct. She felt her fantasy, <laughs> and she should, because that album is yep. fantastic. It's bonkers. What's yeah. your worst song? You're in love. Oh, I like that song. Ah, uh, it's 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 not for me. It's too slow. Um, it's about Lena. Um, oh yeah, and that's Jack, true. Which is that's you true. know. That's yeah, is yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I like to not think about that. What's your worst song? I know places. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Because she said the exact <laughs> same thing in Out of the Woods. She was like, the whole thing was like, we're in a really tough spot, but I know if you know if we just avoid these obstacles, we could make it work. And like she did it already in Out of the Woods, and she did it better in Out of the Woods. Yeah, I agree. I know places um, is I mean, just that's my rough. favorite song. I don't ever revisit it. It's your favorite? The performance live was just really, really good. So um, what did she... it elevated that song for okay, me. Okay, maybe I'd have to revisit yeah. it. But I, as far as <laughs> my track record listening to the record, I do not revisit. It's just I know not for you. Not all. No, the, I don't. I, it's not for me. Um, that's okay. What is the, yeah. who is the, or what is the MVP? So for, for me, and you're probably going to like this, it's Harry Styles. Ah! Um, <laughs> son, that's my son. And, and seagulls. Um, seagulls? Oh, she really put seagulls yeah. on the map. Yep. <laughs> um, so that, those, were, those were it for me. So um, why, tell the people why seagulls, because I feel like people won't understand that right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, she had this sweater that had, like, seagulls on it, and she was always, like, at the beach or, like, doing some shit with, like, seagulls or, like, the beach. And <laughs> She's really um, into seagulls. <laughs> So, and she had like, she she's also selling a necklace right now that has a seagull on it. Oh, I have uh, it. Oh, I have it in my house. Yeah, I got it too. Um, yeah. She's like, teasing 1989 and you know, you know the, you know the whole shebang. It's yeah, been, of course. It's been years now and we're like still waiting. Yeah, <laughs> um, I know, legitimately. It's not coming this year, I don't think. But um, yeah, she had this sweater and it had just seagulls on it. Um, it's the album cover for sure. So Team. it's just like, that represents the era for me. Team. And Harry Styles, we know. Because he's um, the king. Because he's a king. Yeah. That's what happens when yep. you do king shit. Okay. So I have two. Because I always fucking have two for some reason. Starbucks in general. Oh, Forgetting the stupid mm-hmm. fucking star. I never heard Starbucks, Starbucks. lovers. Because it just doesn't make I sense. I never did. Well, I actually think I did at some point. <laughs> I was just like, all right, let's let's like logically think this through for a moment. Mm-hmm. Got a long list. Starbucks lovers. What does that fucking mean? From a well, woman it's who writes... supposed to be lonely, lonely Starbucks lovers. Oh. Got lonely. Oh, well, fuck me. All right. Well, see, so I clearly never fucking heard it then. That's crazy. Yeah. uh, But um, it's also like, it just does not make sense with the song. My thing is like from the Um, the woman who wrote, from the woman... Oh, wait a minute. I'm so sorry. The worst Mm -hmm. song on 1989 is Bad Blood. Oh, no. Oh, my God. The remake or the original? Oh, why would I? Okay. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. T.O., the worst song on 1989 (laughs) is Bad Blood. Point blank period, hands down. 
Ja- I'm gonna re-edit this, Jamie. You don't even need to take that because I <laughs> I fucked that up. I'm gonna speak my you piece. You guys really dislike that song. Girl, from someone who wrote Dear John, from someone who wrote All Too Well, from someone who has the vocabulary of a 90-year-old genius woman, you're going to write a diss song about Katy Perry and it's going to be, you know, we used to be mad, love. Are you fucking serious? Kendrick Lamar could hardly save that song. Hardly. I think I think the remix really, really elevated the song for mm-hmm. me. Th- that last chorus goes bananas like it's insane no. um the production is crazy for me so i'm that's always a good feel good song for me it's a um, feel good bad blood is a feel good song fascinating yep. okay so i'm sorry <laughs> about everything i said about i know places i'm sorry about everything i said about i know places girl i love you you are in second to last ring <laughs> number one is bad blood down i'm sorry it was and the music video i know the girls love it iconic, iconic. okay okay don't. It's, it's just credits. <laughs> I hate to say it. it's just credits. There's no plot. There's no plot at all. I'm sorry. I know that it's like a bunch of girls trying to kill Selena Gomez, who looks vaguely like yeah. Katy Perry. But like, girl, it's just how many people can I fit in? It's like it's like Endgame. It's Avengers Endgame of I music mean, videos. Listen, when it came out, the world stopped. Like we were gagged. Okay, we were goop. As far as world stopping <laughs> videos, we're gonna get to that. Because we're very yeah. close to the world stopping Taylor Swift video. Um, oh, <laughs> okay, so as I was saying, Starbucks is an MVP. The 1989 World Tour, where she was like, please welcome to the stage blank. And like a random person would come out anywhere from like Gigi Hadid to like Uzo Aduba, like just anyone that, that insane, she knew. Right? Like, anyone that she knew she would invite out on the stage. <laughs> there is a YouTube video of a girl, and this was in like, this was like seven years ago, obviously, or eight years ago, where she was like, kind of like doing a parody of that and she's like please welcome to the stage you know her you love her the Blair Witch and it was like her (laughs) pretending to be Taylor in this hotel room I think she had just come from tour if you guys haven't seen that also look that up Uh, she's also an MVP to me because she really made me smile and then you said (laughs) Harry so I don't need to talk about him because I'll be on him forever Uh, absolutely all right so let's get into your favorite era the doll of dolls reputation um favorite Taylor Swift record of all time um that's just it holds very a very special place in my heart yeah it's just very good to me it's i know it's just pop music and it's like electropop like a lot of gays relate to that but it's just it's just really good and um it's pop it has great lyrics it has great like music videos great imagery it's just it's just a great record overall um it has no misses for me like it's just smash after smash so okay reputation um will forever stand my favorite of all time um that's just yeah <laughs> okay great i mean listen i'm glad that you're super passionate about this record it's important I like stand, everybody stand, yeah. is it so is it your it is like your favorite album of all time um taylor's yeah of taylor's okay taylor's. <laughs> Not, okay so, T. yeah that's fine so what is your favorite song what is the best okay what is your favorite song what's the best song um well it's just it's the same um delicate my favorite taylor song of all time Wow, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. One Fantastic for choice. One. Um, what I what love- did, you, did you feel that way from the first time you heard it? Um, no, honestly. It was a skip the first time. I was like, this is our worst. Because, you know, track five is like special. Like, it's always like very... Yeah, for those not <laughs> for those who don't know, Taylor makes a really... Uh, 
she made she's made it a point that like every fifth track on all of her records is like a very um, poignant song to her. It's probably like one of her most personal. She she's done that from like her first album on. Just so you guys know, and if you didn't know, and you want to go back and listen to her track fives, we'll make a playlist for you for that. Yep, but that's the best track five for me. Okay. Um, it's so so great. Um, the melodies just it hits for me. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Yeah. What's yours? <laughs> Mine is Call It What You Want. I fucking love so Call It What You Want. I so love great. that song. It is this... Because Reputation, and I think that you can agree, is not the most cohesive of Taylor Records, which is not a bad you thing. You think? I, yeah, a little bit, yeah. I feel like it. It it is a little bit chaotic, and that's okay. <laughs> like, you could hop around, for me at least, you could hop around Reputation just as easily as you could listening to it all the way through, mm. where there are certain records where it's like, oh, you got to listen to it all the way through. With Reputation, you could create a playlist of these songs and put it in whatever order, and it would still work. Mm. Call me delusional, but... um, Go ahead, delusional. Oh, like, I could listen to that album, like, back to back to back songs in order. Um, it wow. works for me. It flows really well. Well, that's um, good. I'm glad that it yeah. does for you. For me, <laughs> I'm like, I don't have a better order for these songs. Mm. Like, she did a great job. But I will say that, like, for me, there are more because I, I'm not I'm not like a reputation hater at all. It's not my favorite mm -hmm. Taylor album. I prefer yeah. her in more of like a like a stripped down space than I do in like a very chaotic pop produced mm -hmm. space. But that's just how I prefer her voice. Um, but uh, call it what you want for me is just like this perfect lo-fi beat with this like very swelling kind of like a a warm blanket after experiencing this like very chaotic um mm. angst it's like it's like the breath of fresh air that she's feeling yeah. and like relief what she has joe her current partner who she wrote that song about um she's kind of going I mean, through that this was the whole theme like it was supposed to like start out very like chaotic and crazy yeah and then, like, absolutely you find you find love through like the madness and like all this like crazy shit that's going on and Definitely. like you find like like actually love you and be with you so that's that that was pretty cool um and that's yeah why i loved it that's why i love mm -hmm. that song because to me it's like we watched her and like it's so weird because i was on twitter which is like the toilet of the internet which i think many <laughs> people have said but i'm obsessed with it and um somebody was like i don't remember who this was and it doesn't matter who it was but someone's like was taylor like has taylor ever actually been canceled before i'm like are you kidding me Taylor Swift, the Taylor Swift yeah. is over party, like permeated beyond social media. There were murals of her face. But were you part of it? Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Girl, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be. I'm again. This is a space to be honest. Honestly, totally, absolutely. I was. And to what I knew, Taylor made it seem, or we were to make it seem like she had no idea the song was coming at all. And then Kim released the video and I was gagged. I'm not going to lie. She got me. I was like, oh my fucking God. And then Taylor said, no, I knew it was happening. I didn't know he was going to call me a bitch in it. Right. And granted, no one should be called, like, you should not be called a bitch as a woman. Yeah. No one should ever call you a bitch, point blank, period. It's just the narrative changed from not knowing it at all to not knowing a specific thing. And that seemed shady to me. And you know what? Taylor even admits, she said, maybe I got mine, but you'll all get yours. And that's yep. valid, bitch. Like, I've, I've been got before. I'm like, okay, yeah, you my got my tea a little bit. If, if, the worst, if the worst thing she did was just lie, um, yeah. I'd 
not really gonna comfort her. Like, no, her. not we, at all. I'm just like, okay, well, she she lied. Okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. She lied. <laughs> um, I don't care. Like, I don't. But I, never, I lied. I never lied. Um, in the first place, like there was something shady, and like obviously now we know when you know the whole thing got released that it was cropped and like edited. And, completely. Yeah, it was completely. Insane, but, yeah. <laughs> but like in the in the real good. time, and this is just pure honesty in the real time moment i didn't have like an allegiance to taylor in that way yeah nor nor i didn't hate i was never a taylor hater let's get that on the record right i I, like liked her music i loved 1989 i loved um certain songs on red again there to me there were there's so much like filler in red whatever but uh, (laughs) there is there is i don't care there is whatever like when i saw that video in real time i was Mm -hmm. like oh fuck like that is that's some damning evidence right there like taylor what you gotta say and then she said that, and I was like, oh, okay. And then, obviously, in hindsight, it's like, you shouldn't be posting that at all, Kim. Like, you mm-hmm. shouldn't have been recording her on the phone without her permission. That was you weird, shouldn't yeah. have. That's, that's, like, legitimately, like, a like a crime, I'm pretty sure. That like, was you can't, strange. without her consent, especially with yep. somebody as big of a name as Taylor. You feel me? And at the end of the day, Taylor won. Taylor Vo- Tay Voodoo always wins. Every but, tongue that rises against Taylor Swift um, falls terribly. Okay, worst song on Reputation. I know it's gonna be hard for you. Worst song or um, your least favorite? No, this, this worst. This is why we can't nice things. Yep. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, okay, we agree. Yes, we agree. Awesome. <laughs> um, not great. Um, yeah, I mean, it's camp, but not in a good way. So then, the MVP of the Reputation era is. I feel like we're also gonna agree on this. Go um, snake. No, snake. Well, yes, snakes. I agree with you, but that's not serpentine. Um, you know, features um, snakes. Anything that hisses. Anything <laughs> um, that hisses. Okay, <laughs> I can't. Mine has to be hands down the Tom Hiddleston tank top, the Tom Hiddleston yeah. I Heart TS little crop tank top that he wore that made oh, its appearance in the Look What You Made Me Do video. <laughs> I think that that is the funniest thing I've ever seen a celebrity do in my life was wear wear that very apparent either stunt or just like, he just thought it was funny. I don't know what it was, but... What's it, PR? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know, honestly. Maybe not. I'm saying, like, do you think the whole relationship was, like, The Tom Hiddleston, uh, Taylor Swift relationship? Um, Yeah. No, I think it was, like, a... a, I think it was a rebound that ended up being entirely too public. I don't think that she meant it for it to get that serious. But she references on on, on Getaway Car all the time. Endgame for me. Like, I love them. (laughs) Um, Tom and and, and Taylor? Yeah, I loved um, Mr. Harris. Um... Awesome. They were cute. They had a, yeah. They was they was cute together. But um, Tom, yeah, he was he was alright. I fa- think it was PR like a rebound. Yeah, but, I think um, it was a rebound, was- and like I don't think that she ever wanted it to get that public, and then it did, and she was like, all right, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> okay, we got to keep going. We yep. love her. All right, this was not her best effort. I just <laughs> want to point period blank. <laughs> It wasn't bad per se. It was just not up to standard for me. It felt very generic. Um, the track list is just very messy and not in a good way, like red. It could have used some trimming. Um, I know I'm dragging it, but um, yeah. You can drag I mean, it. It's a safe space to drag She something. really 
it really pissed me off with the album cover too like it was just not it um but the songwriting and the storytelling was really really good so it has some redeeming factors to it it's just i'll praise taylor to you know but um i can't sit here and tell her she did a great job when she didn't do a great job okay so, so we're, we're <laughs> realists nice. you're a realist here okay <laughs> So what is the best song on Lover? Um, for me, Paper Rings. Um, Aww. It, yeah, it's, it, it resonates with me. It's so cool. It's cute. Uh, it's like an upbeat yeah, little, like, I, yeah, no, I, I enjoy it. I Levine. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's, I love that song. Mine is Daylight. So I love it. I fucking um, love Daylight. I love the red reference. I gasped yep. when I heard it. I was... <laughs> Beyond, I love that song so much. It's the closer on Lover. I also am not a Lover hater. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think it holds up better not? over time. No, I'm not. No, no. I'm really okay, not. Her pop records ranked. Is it like middle? Is it first or is it like? It's not first. It's not first. Um, it's. So it goes like 1989, Reputation. Okay, so 1989, Lover. Rep and no, it's 19 1989, and I say I would honestly tie Reputation and Lover for me. I, I like them both. They're very different energies. But mm -hmm. I don't, I don't mind. Like I, I could go back and listen to both of them, and some they both have filler for me, and they both have um, hits. Standouts, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So my number one is Daylight, Point Blank Period. That is one of my favorite Taylor closers ever. It feels so resolute, you know. It rounds it out so well. Um, the worst can agree. Um, yeah, worst I mean, come on, career period, Point Blank, uh, me. M E exclamation point. It is a yep. threat to all who listen to it. It was just, I was so mad. <laughs> you were in the damn trenches for that one. I was upset. I was like, what's the target audience for this? Like, this sounds kids, kids bop ish. But it's um, like, it's not even like, it's like, I feel like her target audience was like a Target commercial, but it's not even good. Like, it's not good it's enough not. to be in a commercial. It's so um, beyond subpar. And it's not even, like, shake it off kind of camp. Like, it's no. not. It No. Let's um, not even put them in the same category, because shake it off did things. I think fun was insane. Um, I'm glad she removed it, because, um, yeah, it, spelling is fun was crazy. <laughs> I can't believe she fucking put that in a song to begin with. It, that was crazy, and then... The fact that Brendan was there and like he he wasn't like okay well this is not good like <laughs> well Brendan like, Brendan is questionable at best now like if you were gonna <laughs> have Brendan you should have had Brendan in two thousand four that or two thousand to, to to like two thousand ten this current Brendan is corny as fuck he is <laughs> and this is coming from a previous Panic fan like I used to love Panic at the Disco and now I'm like get that fucker away. Somebody Do not put him on a pop record. Could have told her like this is not great. <laughs> um, yeah, the fact that, that that's and this is where I get into Taylor not leaning into the bit and taking it seriously. I don't know, man. This was incredibly corny. This was not campy. Do you think? Yeah. She's bad? Yes, dude. We <laughs> bullied her out of a lyric. Taylor Swift went in and edited a lyric because so many people flamed her ass for it. And I'm glad we did. Like. Yeah, bullying fucking works, dude. Bullying yeah. works. That it's nuts. Funny. Yeah, no, me, me, me is like a stain on her career. And it was like the lead single. Like it yeah, was the she pushed that shit. And people are like, she didn't perform it that many times. Yes, she did. She, she went to Australia. She went to she Europe. Went all over the. That was a me world tour, bitch. It was so bad. <laughs>
It was bad. Y'all were fighting for your life. Okay, MVP <laughs> of Lover, go ahead. Um, hearts, glitter, anything pink or like girly. Okay. Yeah, it's very, it's getting very like Lisa Frank, sparkly. Yeah. So like girly vibes, basically. Yep. Mine is um the LGBT community because she finally decided she was like, you know what? I see you, gay people. I see that you exist. I'm gonna make to- a video with every gay person I've ever met in my life. Here we go. And <laughs> on top of that, I'm gonna put Katy Perry in a burger suit. Katy, Katy also gets a shout out because she got to get the cameo of her fucking career. She loves being she loves being campy like that though. So Katy It's Katie it's was- so Katy down. <laughs> Yeah. It was so Katie coded. Okay, we have to me her magnum opus folklore. A classic. Um, world, world again. World stopped. World stopped. What were you doing when it came out? Like, what? Where oh, were you? Oh, I can tell you exactly what happened when the Instagram <laughs> post came. It's so funny. I was in bed asleep. And my significant other, who is it was oh, it was it was early as shit. I think it was earlier than that, <laughs> honestly. Uh, my significant other, who is the uh, a huge Swifty, been a Swifty for a long time. I was asleep because I, it was early in the morning. Right. And I like she gets up for work really early, and then mm. I usually wake up. I roll over. I say have a good day, and then I go back to sleep for like an hour. And I roll over, and usually she's just like in bed on her phone, laying down, whatever. She was sitting upright, like <laughs> like The Exorcist, if you will. She was goofed and. She turns to me, her eyes are so wide open, I think someone died. And I'm like, What's, what happened? She goes, Taylor is releasing an album at midnight. And my jaw dropped. I was like, yep. I was like, what? As soon as I saw the woodsy picture, and I saw her in that long coat, in her woodsy whatever, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm about to live for this shit. This, this, about, this is all up in my gig, 100%. <laughs> She got on my highway, she got in my lane, and she drove. Yeah, I was like, this is insane. Like, she can't just be doing this. Um, This is great. Like, this is her best. Um, Did you start with Cardigan, or did you go to, like... So I started with Cardigan when it came out, like, the single. And then Mm -hmm. it'll lead me into my best. But Cardigan is fantastic. The trio of those Mm -hmm. songs are unbelievable. It's such a great string to go through. I love Peace. Personally, that's like one of my favorites. Um, unsung hero of that album. But The Last Great American Dynasty for me. So great. Tied with it's August. So- August is like the girl. She's like the prom queen of that of and that it's record. Crazy that it's like a classic now. Um, oh, it totally is. Salt Air. <laughs> salt Air, baby. Salt Air season. We're in Salt Air well, season. The best and my favorite are two different ones. So the best for me is Cardigan. Um, mm. It's it's a great, like I feel like it's her best written song. Um, or one of her best, so good. And then my favorite is Invisible String. I love it's such a cute String. song. I'm so um, glad yeah. that you said that because I love Invisible String. I want her to get her flowers. My least favorite, and I don't visit this at all, uh, is mm-hmm. uh, Illicit Affairs. Okay, um, I, I can see that. The million um, little times takes me out of it, and I'm like, this is, I don't like this melody. <laughs> it puts a bad taste in my mouth. I don't like it. Don't, it, don't call me baby. Is iconic though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that part is good, but the, it doesn't save me from the the yep, melody of that chorus. I, guess. I don't like it. It's my worst song. Um, this, um, it's just very slow, and I gotta be in the mood for it. Um, yeah, you're like, I got places to be. I can't be sitting here listening to you. Want? Uh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I will say though, it is very sweet. I'm sure as like a, like a nurse or a healthcare professional, while listening to that, like while when that song came out, it was very very important to them because yep. it, it is it it's about um, COVID and COVID nurses. If you mm. don't know. For me, the MVP of the folklore is Disney Plus for securing the rights to Long Pond. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> that was for a boost, bitch. For me, it was um, anything forest, woodsy. Mm-hmm. Um, album of the year uh, for me was like a big moment for her. Totally. Like, it was, yeah, it made history. Like, it was iconic. So. And also, for me, another MVP was Harry and Taylor talking at the Grammys. Oh, that was so good. Bitch, if like, you think I did not li- watch that video and then immediately listen to the one and cry, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong, bitch, because I did. I was like, Alex is gonna lose her shit. And I did. I was in a bar. I was in a bar when I saw the video. I had to walk outside because I was like inconsolable. Whatever. I'm glad that they're still like friends. I feel like they have a very serious mutual respect for each other, certainly. Mm -hmm. And then we come to the baby, the final album, TS9, uh, Evermore. She doesn't remember Uh, she made this album. She does not pay this shit any mind. She she forgot it. I think it just got really overshadowed by clearly folklore, which was the biggest sister. Um, oh, completely. I think, however, it has better individual songs than folklore for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a whole package, just folklore just works best. Um, yeah. If that makes sense. No, I completely <laughs> understand. I completely uh, agree with you. Yeah, I stand. <laughs> okay, T, great. So yeah. what was your best song? Ivy. Um, oh yeah oh yeah yeah love me a country song and it gives me like very lesbian vibes so it does yeah um, it's very sapphic ivy is incredibly sapphic he was cheating with a woman (laughs) like no dead ass no dead ass yeah (laughs) so for me it's a deluxe song mine is uh right where you left me so good that is like one of the best Taylor songs, in my opinion. It is so visceral. It is so cinematic. The fact that she made it a bonus track was insane. Like, is this what you're like? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm should, like, this should have replaced the worst song, which we're gonna get to. But um, yeah, yeah, you go ahead. What is the worst song? Um, pots and pans. Um, closure. closure. <laughs> <laughs> it's so oh my bad. God. The oh. Blessed Madonna <laughs> remix. Do you agree? Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. I agree because it's weird sounding, but it's not my least favorite song. Ooh, that's crazy. What's worse for you? I have a song that I feel like you're going to get mad at me for. Kind of. Ooh, not Long Story Short. Don't No, no I fucking love Long Story Short. No, no, okay, no, no, no. Good. Could never be her. It's happiness. Okay, I mean. <laughs> it goes nowhere. There's simply I no see. build, no growth, no anything in that song. It is just, and I'm happy in my, I'm sorry. I'm not, I am not in a breakup. I am not in a place where the song relates to me in any way. So it's me listening to someone, someone being the Taylor Allison Swift. We could tell you've never cried acid rain on your pillow. Like. No, I've, I've definitely been sad. I have. <laughs> I have never felt, I've never related to this song before. And I feel very grateful mm. for that. And maybe there's a time in my life where I will. And in turn, I'll revisit it and feel different feelings towards it. But at this point in my life, <laughs> it's a drag. It's a damn, it's a snooze fest. Snooze fest. So the MVP of Evermore for me are the Hyam sisters. Yes. Hands uh, up. The entirety of Nobody No Crime where Danielle's like, she was with me, dude. And SD <laughs> being like a protagonist in the story. I just, I got to give it to them because they also gave us t- gasoline with Taylor. Yeah. Um, Hyam, if you're listening, uh, I'm free on Thursday night. Um, if you would like to hang I- out. <laughs> I adore them. So yeah, um, that's a great one. Um, for me, I put her coat. Um, oh yeah, like, that coat. Um, lumberjack, um, nature. I'm shocked you didn't put hairbrush. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, she brushed her hair for the cover. Um, the rest of the era, she was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rock whatever I wake up with. And 
I feel her. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Me too. Same. Okay. Wow. We made it through. We made it through the entirety of Taylor Swift's catalog, which is crazy. Nine albums. She is a psychopath for that. Yeah. <laughs> so what I we're going to do now, we're going to leave you with a song from each album that we think would create a great Taylor Swift playlist. And we'll also make a separate, tra- I'll make a separate track five playlist for you guys if you're so inclined. We're going to start, you're going to do, we kind of already designated these roles prior to recording. So you have um, the first two. So you go ahead. So from her first record, um, that would be The Outside. Um and then Fearless, Taylor's version, that would be Love Story. Good call. Fantastic. I think mm-hmm. from Speak Now, The Story of Us, from Red, Taylor's version, obviously all too well 10. From 1989, <laughs> Out of the Woods. And then for Reputation, obviously my favorite song of all time, um, Delicate. Um, did you get Lover or did I get Lover? I think I got Lover. Um, Cruel Summer. Because it should have been a single. It should have been a single. So we're going to give it its flowers today. Cool summer. Uh, For Folklore, Last Great American Dynasty. It's And August. I'm putting two. Sorry. Uh, The storytelling is phenomenal on on Last Great American Dynasty. It's melodically 10 out of 10. Just A1. And then Evermore, um, Ivy. Yep. It's a great song. And then agreed on like um, an orphan song or like... uh, like a standalone. The, either this is what you came for, or I don't want to live forever. So, I, really quickly, uh, this is what you came for is obviously not sang by Taylor, but it's written by Taylor. There is a little yeah. bit of Taylor vocal in it, but it counts as a Taylor song. It counts, yeah. <laughs> totally counts. Mine is Safe and Sound from the Hunger Games soundtrack, because I am obsessed with that song. But yeah, we just covered... Taylor Swift, um, singer, sort of an actress, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, you could say that. Legend, icon. The girl, the doll, the sister herself. Photographer, photographer. Um, doctor. <laughs> doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, Lewis, thank you so much for being on. If you want to tell the people where to find you, uh, where can they find you on socials? Um, so that's going to be how you get the guy on Twitter, the prince of the playground on Instagram. Uh, listen, his Twitter is A1. If you love Taylor, you got to follow him. It's not even a joke. And then uh, if you like what we do and you want to see a little bit more of what we do here, you can go to our Instagram and our TikTok at not another podcast, P-O-P. If you're really so inclined, you can go to our Patreon for even more content, www.patreon.com forward slash not another podcast. And uh, do yourself a damn favor. Go listen to Taylor Swift, okay? We love you so much here. Please be nice to each other. Be good to each other. Drink some water. You probably need it. We love you. Bye for now.